Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to At Bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. It's KJ Carson on WEEI. WEEI. I found out he was working out in the weight room. I went down immediately and I said, Aaron, tell me, did you do this? Because if you did, I know you must have had some good reason. I'm going to get you the best defense lawyer we can get, and I'll do it at my cost. And he looked me right in the eye, not blinking anything, and said, Mr. Kraft, I didn't do that. I was in Rhode Island or something. And when he said it, I believed him. He actually changed my life and how I look at people because it just, I... To this day, I can't believe I got snookered like that. Oh, boy! W-E-E-I! KJ Carson, good Sunday to you. 617-779-7937, text line 37937. This is the conversation that I believe is going to have people picking through words. Episode six, Robert Kraft, his thoughts right after everything went down with Aaron Hernandez. Now, again, let me remind you what I've been telling you for the last several weeks. This isn't a book report. This is a 30,000 foot level. And this is something you had not heard before. Yeah, you'd heard before that Kraft had thought about getting his attorneys to help Aaron Aaron Hernandez? Now, I will be sympathetic when I say this. I wonder if Robert Kraft was saying, hey, because of some of the things that have been discussed that Aaron had been involved in, potentially people around him have gotten him into a situation that only high-priced lawyering could potentially get you out of. Look, this this is why I say words 
are so very important because I don't believe that Robert Kraft had any type of knowledge that would say he knew that Aaron Hernandez didn't do it and therefore he was going to go get some lawyers as much as it was, okay, these people you've been hanging out with, someone got in trouble and you're mixed up in it. Producer Zach Coe, good to be with you here again this week. How's it going, KJ? Oh, it's wonderful. It shouldn't be weekly, but it is. And still to come this hour, the, you you weren't here for this, but the fourth annual Wrestle Madness leading up to WrestleMania for who's 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 the greatest of all time on the mic with the promo skills. We've got, I mean, the showdown we've got up. It, it's it's fascinating. The one four matchup that's coming in about forty five minutes leading up to WrestleMania because we are now in March. See. I told Matthew Hamachek, the director of this uh, dynasty that people are having issues with, I will get to in a second, that episode six is going to win an Emmy. And you're like, how do you know this stuff, KJ? Well, like, here comes the, there should be a little drop of the, here comes the KJ's unhumble, humble brag. I, I know what, I know what it takes for these daytime or these Emmys to, to, to get nominations and win. And what, do, what do you have to provide? a non-book report thing that you did not know before that suddenly you know now. I mean, how many different programs have different... I, I don't, how many how many different Aaron Hernandez documentaries had there been to this point? And on top of that, how many patriots in authority had ever spoke on them? Like, none. Like, this is what's fascinating about the dynasty is that this is a franchise that's known for keeping their mouth shut about everything and now getting to say their piece. I just wish someone had leaked these things out earlier so that way I wouldn't look so dumb saying that Belichick was coming back. Because <laughs> there's, I mean, if you're taping this stuff and then they're def- deciding the fate of your career here, I would say that he's out after doing this while in season potentially. Oh, no. But it's fascinating to see, and because I brought this up last week when we were discussing the beginning story of this dynasty with Christian Peter, the kid I grew up with, and how that became such an issue, and they decided to cut him. Well, yeah, there have been some kind of some troubled people who've come along since. And before Aaron Hernandez, really the buzzword for an absolute disastrous story with an NFL player involving murder was Ray Carruth. Ray Carruth, actually a graduate of the University of Colorado, Christian uh, Christian Fourier and I have had conversations because Christian and I were in Charlotte around the same time when he was in his playing years and it was the beginning of my career in broadcast. But by Robert Kraft telling you this in this documentary, I know some people are going to be hung up with the words. So much so Zach, play the cut of when Robert Kraft is out at practice talking to Belichick because this is where I'm going to show you some of the genius in this situation with Belichick. Play that. And I was most impressed with Hernandez, how he came in today. I think he's got such a good heart. He's a good guy. Thank you. Yeah, if you didn't hear it, it's... Bill Belichick going, "Mm -hmm." (laughs) mm-hmm. Like, if your boss is 
waxing poetic about a guy who you as a coach know, and as you would find out in the episode, don't don't hang out with Chico, or you're calling Dion Branch to look out his window to see if everything's okay across the street. Trying to tell you folks this was not included with your DVD copy of championship runs that have come out in the past. So for those who are kind of like, oh, they just glossed over this and glossed over that. Like, you can see that anywhere, anytime. I think for some people, they were like, if I had done the dynasty this way, you know, Zach, and this is the honest truth, the average New Englander would say, I got to get at least three games in there that I went to. Because I was at that game. (laughs) You know how it is, because I was at that game. This is designed. Go ahead, Zach. I was just say absolutely. I mean, I selfishly hope that the 2017 AFC Championship is in there because I was at that game. So. See, see, that's the that that's inherently what you want the story to be. So you're like, dude, I was at that game. I got the ticket to it, so forth and everything. This isn't about that. This is about the drama that constantly was the undercurrent that no one ever spoke about. Like, it, there's no way you can go to, to some producer and say, hey, I want to do a series about the Patriots and all that winning they did over the span of 20 years. You know what they would ask you? What's the hook? What's the hook? There's no hook to what, what winning, what, 31 out of 34 games, something like that at one point. Yeah, that might be a cool hook, but that, no. Here's the hook. You got murder. You got betrayal. You got two kings in a castle. That's still to come, right? You've got all these different dynamics that have almost zero to do with football and more with the human experience. I'm here to tell you, the dynasty is more of a human experience than it is records or stats or wins and losses. I know some of you are under. Or why didn't they? For, why didn't they plug Belichick more about going forward against Indianapolis from his own twenty? I want to know more about that. That's not a hook. But when you have Robert Kraft saying these kind words, loving words, I'm not going to. These were loving words he was using about Aaron Hernandez to Bill Belichick. And what is Belichick doing? Swinging his whistle and goes, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to spend my whole diet because I do want to talk about like current Patriots. That's going to be here within the next seven or eight minutes. But I, I do want to get to how Belichick was genius in that whole play out of Aaron Hernandez. So at some point, you remember I just mentioned that Dion Branch and some of the stuff that he, he talked about to Brandon Lloyd about Brandon Lloyd, what Wes Welker told him about having his lock in between Gronk and Hernandez was don't hang out with Chico. That was the rule. Don't hang out with Chico. You don't think Belichick isn't the one who sets that rule? Don't hang out with Chico. Now, in the meantime, your boss and the guy who's your employer says, this guy's he's got such a good heart, such a wonderful guy. Inside, you're just going... The same guy that I tell all my other players, don't hang out with them. And then I thought this was the interesting part. 
And this is where I think that Belichick was about to call checkmate on Aaron Hernandez, and Aaron Hernandez probably knew it, and why he didn't get the trade to the West Coast. Brother, there are teams on the East Coast he could have traded you to get the same result. Why do you need to leave the coast? And when Belichick says, no, do you need me to provide more of security? Do I need to get you in contact with the security people so that way I provide more comprehensive coverage on this situation that you're telling of? You know why you do that? It creates a paper trail. Damn, that Belichick was good. Because if the security detail goes, then they have to report back factually Line by line, item by item, what they are seeing so that way if you need to make a case to get rid of them, or let's just call it what it is, take the case to the league because of some things you're seeing, you can't trade them to a West Coast team. You can't trade because now if you're in knowledge of, right, you don't get sent to security, he was like, okay, we're just going to send you because your life is in danger, and then it comes back. You don't think the family, the Lloyd family, doesn't come back with the suit to the Patriots? of potential complicity and how many millions of dollars it would have cost the franchise considering it's already kind of bumped heads with the league already. You couldn't trade him off. You couldn't do it. I mean, hats off to Belichick for that response. Mm -hmm. Anybody who's ever been in a dating relationship where (laughs) you're getting into it with your woman, not in a dangerous way, but you're telling her something and she just, mm mm-hmm. Maybe it's just sisters. Mm Mm-hmm. Baby, I love you. Mm Mm-hmm. Belichick hit Kraft with the, mm mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Dion, everything good, everything good, everything good, everything good. Just think about how big of a hole, because... I don't think history changes anything if you trade Aaron Hernandez off to a West Coast team. What's not the state? I mean, look, it's not like Aaron Hernandez went to UConn for college to continue playing his ball. The dude, when you go to places that are going to allow your 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 extreme faults to be able to fester, they they will find you, right? Like, do you think sending Aaron Hernandez to San Francisco and then? That was going to work out okay. It was going to be an issue anywhere he went. The proof is in him going to Florida and immediately Thank getting you. into trouble. He imme- immediately knew nobody and immediately got into trouble. That's what they talk about. Like, look, this is stuff that we did know that, like, he got in trouble at a bar at seventeen. Shout out to Urban Meyer. Where is he now? Right. The enabling class at Ohio State. The, the gymnastics class. <laughs> I love your Russian form there, girl. The well, no, ethics class. That's what he that's what he did at one point in ethics oh, class at Ohio State. It's the ones that are in plain daylight. That's why I, I genuinely believe Robert Kraft believed he was fooled. Because playing that cut, I played him in two different orders. But the way he's waxing poetic to Bill Belichick, the guy who deals with them every day, the guy who tells his other players to stay away from him from going out. He's a really good guy, Belichick. Mm-hmm. Not to mention, he said uh, earlier that after every game, Aaron went in and kissed him on the cheek, and that's something that really only his sons would do. He compared him to his son. Well, it's the it's the manipulation of Aaron Hernandez and what went on. It's 
it's no different than the girlfriend carrying this huge garbage bag that TV cameras catch, and you're not telling me that's football equipment. Right? Like, that's just... I mean, clearly everything has turned out what it's turned out to be, and it's unfortunate for everybody involved. There are people who raised and, and, and loved Aaron Hernandez just as much who are hurting through these times. Just the Lloyd family, they, it, it, can, it will never change for them. But it is very key that Belichick did not trade him off or get it. Because it, it, think, if your family's, if my family's in trouble, and the the NFL can provide me a security detail that that's going to be top notch. I take that if my life is if if it's really in danger because you're a multi million dollar investment to this team. They are going to make sure that you and yours are safe unless you're trying to manipulate somebody else in the organization. Bill wasn't having it. That's why he just said, you know, look the. The, the, the incidents with Aaron that unfolded were, were completely unfortunate. He was absolutely right. But he wasn't buying that lovey-dovey thing that Aaron Hernandez was believed to be. And he knew that, well, I, okay, let me stop. Like He didn't know. By offering up security detail when he claimed that his life was in danger, when Han- Hernandez said his life was in danger, and he didn't take it, Tells you everything you know. 617-779-7937. Text line 37937-KJWEEI. We got to talk about this floating idea of Baker Mayfield coming here. What does the draft look like? Is Mac Jones a fifth-round trade pick? Plus the, uh, the these grades that came out about the facilities. I got to get into that. That's next. But right now, it's time to trend with Zach Coe. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We're back. It's KJ Carson on WEEI. Download the Odyssey app and listen on demand anytime. During training camp, Wes Welker makes his beeline over to me and I grabs me by the shoulders. He says, Brandon, your locker is in between Gronk and Aaron Hernandez. Now, Aaron, he's going to fondle his genitalia in front of you. He's going to talk about bathing with his mom. You just got to ignore it. 
You gotta ignore it. It was like Wes has seen a ghost the way he was looking at me. I mean, you try not to giggle inside like a five-year-old, but good God. WEEI 617-779-7937. Text line 37937. It's KJ. That's Brandon Lloyd. And for those who remember Brandon Lloyd, like this was kind of like a, like a super intelligent guy that was really good at football, right? So kind of like like a football savant, but an idiot savant as well. And like just Wes Welker coming to him in the most basic way. Bro, be on the lookout. B-O-L-O. Be on the lookout. Dude is not there. I think that was what's so fascinating about episode six is when these guys were gathered back and talking, man, not only were there signs, they were like full-blown cities and exit ramps that you could see something was not right. But they, like they say, I mean, does winning cure everything? You know, if you perform when you're supposed to perform, if you're loved, it's called what? If you're loved by ownership, what move can you make? That's why I said, like, I've, I've seen all ten episodes. Stay tuned because oh, the really get big, big players get to speak. Oh, this is it gets even better. It's not a book report, folks. It's storytelling. Well, I will say this: after you know the whole, I guess, hardo comments, no pun intended, about Jared Mayo in the locker room. and uh, You're not going to have that type of atmosphere. And, and and here's the thing I said about why Gerard Mayo was the, was the smart hire is because of the changing dynamics and let's call it psychographics of the NFL player coming into the league. They're much more aware. They're not as financially desperate. And this is even before NIL, right? This isn't kind of like, you know, you've got to buy your whole town a home or mama needs a house. And like I've said, you know, college now allows mama to have her second house. If you're the right player, you stay two years, three years in college. Mama has a town home. She has a house. And now you're going to the NFL. So the financial desperation that, let's call it what it is, that people were able to put on players because you were coming from abject poverty. This is not necessarily always the case anymore, and I don't think you have to treat players as such. I know some people don't want to hear this, but now sometimes you might just speak to them as like a human being, not as some type of killing machine or you got to go all out, you know, for that. Sorry, I play football. I know my father. What do you want to talk about in terms of offense for this week? Like, you could talk to him as men. And Gerard Mayo's that guy, right? If you go back to even his days in Tennessee in college, he's on that national championship that won a national championship, and there was no Peyton Manning on that team. He was part of the leadership along with T. Martin. T. Martin, that's eh, not important that he didn't progress to the pros, but Gerard sure did. And I just think that you have to kind of build this environment where people feel, I don't want to say safe, but they feel like when they walk in, they're going to be respected for what they can do and let the job determine and probably what you do in the culture as well. But let their work do the determination, right? Some of that kind of plays into some of the later episodes of the dynasty that some people couldn't understand of some of the energy that the players were getting from coaching. And I think Gerard Mayo is that guy who, when he needs to give it to you, he'll give it to you. 
If you're familiar where he's from, the Hampton Roads area, very, very tough area. But you come out of there, there's you've got multiple stripes of you being able to survive life and then be able to share life. And that's probably the difference between Mayo now, or Mayo and Belichick now. Could could Belichick really share life with these current players on the roster? Sometimes just there's a time difference in what things came through. Yeah, think about it. Belichick is stepping into the NFL in what, 1976? And then once he gets under Parcells, okay, Parcells had been coaching almost 20 years at that point between college and then into the pros. So that's a very different world from where they come from than where we are now. Like Zach, was it last week when we were on the was it last week we were on the air when Cam Newton got to the brawl? Was that just last week? Yeah, last week. Yeah, do you think something like that would have occurred years ago with kids at a camp fighting an NFL former MVP, putting together things for your benefit, and you and your crew are ready to roll up and fight? There's a different mindset out there. I'm not saying there, there's better thinking now than there was then, but there has to be this reciprocal respect because with digital, now you say the wrong thing about somebody, they're willing to... Commit the worst of crimes just because something you said on a site. That's why now even with sports talk, you know, there's our sister station, the game in in, in San Francisco, uh, the morning guy from the morning roast, Draymond Hill. I mean, Draymond uh, Bronta Hill, but Draymond Green decided to just go ahead and turn around and just kind of go at him about what he said about it. That's what you do. If you think there's something not really going on correctly, all the synopsis are not connecting with Draymond, you have a discussion about that. But these guys and these players are so deep into their feelings. Has to be a buffer. I don't think there's going to be a Belichick. There's going to be a buffer between you and, and what's going on social media and how to step in and how to handle that. That's where Gerard Mayo comes in. And so... The, the question of, like, what do you do with the quarterback situation? Do I think Mac Jones can be fixed? Absolutely. For those who have a certain age, remember Jim Plunkett. Jim Plunkett was just as broken, maybe not even, maybe even more broken than Mac Jones. Turned it around. Just had to go somewhere else. But when you have someone like Alex Van Pelt here, this is a guy who coached up Joe Flacco to help keep Cleveland in their drive going alive. You say that would be more along the Mac Jones prototype. But at the same time, has had Deshaun Watson as his quarterback who went down before the injury, which might be the Jaden Daniels type or maybe the Caleb Williams type that's in the draft. So you have that flexibility. That's why I like the choice of him as the offensive coordinator. This isn't somebody who needs this one particular style of guy to make everything work. I think everything is still going to be contingent upon how you use the running game and so forth. But the talk of getting the... Free agent quarterback here. Let me just go straight to the Baker Mayfield rumors that you hear floating around. Before this show, I just got done doing BetQL, BetMGM Network national show. And I looked at it, it was just like, wait a minute, all this talk, but Baker Mayfield is more than a 9-to-1 chance. And these guys who put money on stuff, they kind of know things. I don't see why that would be this situation, and here's why I think that would be a bad situation for the Patriots. Baker Mayfield knows that the Patriots need a quarterback. This isn't like him coming in for a couple of years because somebody's injured or coming back from it. It's not like if he if the Jets had reached out to him. Like let's say if you're the Jets, you might say, "Hey Baker, would you be interested in coming here because you know that Aaron Rodgers is going to be gone after this year." 
That's one thing. But if you're the Patriots and you're and, and you're Baker Mayfield, you're like, oh man, I'm the thing that they need to the most, and I and I I'm in a power of negotiating position. I'm in the power seat. So you just have to ask yourself as a fan, like, how comfortable would you be knowing that Baker Mayfield's probably going to be just under forty million a year for whoever gets him new? Maybe there's probably a better deal in Tampa to restructure some stuff to keep the team together. But he could probably ask for forty million because that damn Daniel Jones gets that. You know, all you need is one bad quarterback. Derek Carr was the previous one. Daniel Jones is the current one. One bad quarterback to get one great deal, and now it, it cascades into everybody else. Baker Mayfield is not a forty million dollar quarterback in terms of what this franchise is going for. That's why I think you have to go in the draft. And if you go for a veteran quarterback, I would say. How do you match it up with versus what you get in the draft? Okay. So I'm going to say a couple of names. I'm going to say a name here. But it's a real possibility that the Patriots take him at three. So if you draft Drake May at three and you're the Patriots, you look at someone like a Jacoby Brissett to bring back in as the bridge quarterback. Knows the system. Knows here. Like the system isn't that very off. Jacoby Brissett with the Browns. Played some meaningful games before he got hurt two years ago. Um, <laughs> put Washington in the like Washington. I don't think played him on purpose so that way they could get a better seating in this draft. I, the Patriots would have been two if Washington had won that game and played Jacoby Brissett. I mean, it wasn't close, but you, you had a better chance. So you almost look at Jacoby Brissett, who knows the environment, who knows what he's stepping into, who knows what his role is, and could be a mentor. And if you're not having this huge expectation of the Patriots this year, then you don't have to bring, there would not be this huge expectation on Jacoby Percet. Now you may win some games that you don't believe that you would have won anyway, but at the same time, you're not paying a bunch of money and you have <laughs> Drake May on your bench. Another quarterback, if you draft Drake May, you bring in Joe Flacco. Now Joe Flacco may cost a little more because he showed what he could do getting off of the couch but you also know that he is not going to be the long-term answer, maybe a one-year, two-year guy. Let's say you do two years, you say, okay, Flacco's going to be the lead guy to start the season. Then as the season gets towards the end, Drake May steps in and, and is the, becomes a lead quarterback. Maybe you bring back Flacco again next year to just kind of be in an advisory role. And if in case of glass break emergency, then it's probably the end of Joe Flacco's career. He probably retires. So if you offer him two years, you say, hey, you're going to start us off. And then you'll be there to see us, see us off. You, you know who got that treatment? Eli Manning, right? If you remember, Kurt Warner was signed as the quarterback at the time when Eli Manning, you know, decided that he wasn't going to go to San Diego and go to New York. And Kurt Warner was supposed to be the guy that kind of led him into it and then would step away. And that's what happened. So if you could do that for Drake May with Joe Flacco, then you could see how those similarities in what talent could be for Drake May in terms of moving forward and who he's learning from early on, like a sparring partner, if you will. I threw Carson Wentz's name in there just as well because I think you might get a healthier competition. I don't necessarily think he would be better than Drake May, but I think the problem that you had with Mac Jones is that he didn't have any real competition for the job. And sometimes when you promise someone the job before they actually earn the job, that's what happened with Mac, you end up where you are here. All right, let's let's say Caleb Williams falls to three, and I don't necessarily think that's too crazy, and I'll tell you why here in a second. 
you probably look at Gardner Minshew. Look what he did with the Colts last year after Anthony Richardson went down. If you feel like you can get a guy who has some mobility, who has that toughness that can win you a game, almost like like a, a Baker Mayfield before Baker Mayfield turned things around last year, Gardner Minshew was, look, they played in that last game against Houston. I think it was a Sunday night game to determine who was going to win the AFC South. And so they were really one game away from the playoffs, the Colts were, with Gardner Minshew. So you bring him in, I think Gardner Minshew recognizes that this will be the best chance to play right now as you're getting Caleb Williams up to speed. And just like I said with Drake May in a Jacoby Percent Joe Flacco situation, with Caleb Williams, you see Gardner Minshew out there. You probably want him to show you how to be able to escape some things, make plays with the legs when you need to as well, because that's going to be part of Caleb Williams' game. I'd also bring in Joe Flacco as well, just because there's just a sturdiness in there. And Joe Flacco's eyes is going to be really, because that's, I think, what the problem was. Mac Jones' eyes got away from him, and therefore, like, it's really disappointing when you see him practicing a no look pass. How about the look pass, damn it? But that's what the problem was with Mac. His eyes would get darty. The arm didn't match to make up or compensate for a mistake. So you'd want to have a, 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 a player like Joe Flacco back there who says, hey, this is what you see. This is how you see it quicker. There are things that you can do that I can't do with your legs, but there are things that you can do with your arm that I was able to do with my arm at the height of my career. Then if you take Jaden Daniels, and he's fascinating, but he's also a bit scary with size, and I understand that. I would go with Gardner Minshew as well, and maybe a Carson Wentz. Look, again, I'm not saying that Carson Wentz is your future or is that guy, but he's the guy that at least will provide some competition. You may come up on something, you're like, whoa, Carson Wentz has a little something to him. Let's let's see if this works, and if it doesn't, when it doesn't work, because that's probably what will happen at least you will have your future quarterback on the bench watching what to do right and what to do wrong. Mac Jones never got to see what Cam Newton did wrong in real games by getting the job right away. I think I think I absolutely thought that Mac Jones could have been a better quarterback than what we ended up getting as the fan base. If he just sat a little bit, saw what worked and what a mistake looked like. So that way, when you get into a game, you know what not to do because you see the repercussions of it. And you know what to do because you've seen the success of it. What, what, what would it have looked like differently with Mac Jones? Maybe a Mac Jones that learns how to kind of throw the ball out of bounds sooner than just throwing it away across the middle. Right? Because Cam Newton, I mean, it was like, okay, if he doesn't have anything, he's either going to probably try and run for it or just throw it away. So those are th- those are quarterbacks that I would kind of look at in terms of where you would potentially look at mentorship because that has to play into whoever the next quarterback is for the Patriots. You need a mentor for them and someone who can play some games right now. All right, before I go to break, I've, I've got to get to this report card that the NFLPA releases each year. And... <laughs> Look, it's some of it's some of it's subjective, right? Treatment of families is subjective. That the Patriots got an F minus. Like, isn't an F enough when you someone give an F minus? That's like personal, isn't it? Have you ever gotten an F minus on a test test, Zach? 
I uh, can't say I have, no. No, it's either an F says everything you know. An F minus, it's like, is I don't is that hell below? I don't know. Team travel, they got a D. Hey, he who owns the plane maintains it, right? So if you're if you're traveling private, what can you really say? Are you chipping like you say, are you chipping in on the gas money? Yeah, so I that part I don't get because it's one thing if you're flying commercial and if you're rating, I don't know who flies commercial in the league. Tell me if someone does. But if it's a private jet, it's a private jet. It's this, this is, I mean, we're not going to have soul plane at your disposal. And then the coaching got a B minus, which was their best grade. And ironically, the coach is gone. Ownership D plus. I say that's tied to money. But let me get back to the treatment of families. A lot of it centers around daycare. I'll tell you a true story. I know a player who had a child in every division opponent in that in that division. They were in the AFC. And every team they played, he had a child in that city. This is why some teams are kind of like, you know what? I'm not offering up the daycare because, man, it could get real ugly when Rebecca and Chloe start having an argument at the front right there. It can get very strange. I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it. It can get ugly. Because these guys have multiple children with multiple women. And how do you decide who gets the daycare and who doesn't? Family room? You can control that. Can you picture it, Zach? Hit the music. Here comes Rebecca. Here comes Zoe. Oh, my goodness. Here comes Claire. Oh, which baby? Which baby gets watched? Oh, oh you know there's going to be some hair pulling right there. Security, how do you handle it? You can't you can't buzz down to the field. We've got a situation here with so-and-so's girls, baby mamas, Chloe, Rebecca, and Claire are all going at it. All over the daycare. It's 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 hoochie mommy level. I ain't kill it. That's just the punter, right? That's just the punter's drama. So what only four teams in the league didn't offer a family room and offer daycare. The family room, that could get kind of touchy. Who's in, who's not in? You don't want your family affairs showing up on Sunday. And next thing you know, you got to discuss this Tuesday meetings. Uh, we had a we had a couple incidents at, at the daycare. And at the family room, no. There are already enough distractions. You don't need any more. All right, coming up, Wrestle Madness, the fourth annual. Oh, this is a showdown of best, greatest, the GOAT of promo. Oh, you don't want to miss that. That's next. Plus your calls and text 617-779-7937. Text line 37937. KJ, thank you so much for hanging out. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. We're back. It's KJ Carson on WEEI. Download the Odyssey app and listen on demand anytime. WEEI. KJ here with you on your Sunday. Before we get into Wrestle Madness and your text line messages at 37937. 
What the Celtics are doing to Golden State is the akin to a first-round women's college basketball matchup between 1-16, and and Golden State Warriors look like the 16th seed. And I think this is, I always thought this with the Celtics, that if there's anything that mentally sticks in their head, it's the Golden State Warriors. Obviously because of the NBA Finals, but also because I believe this is how Danny Ainge had originally developed this team to be to beat the Golden State Warriors. So it's now granted, this isn't celebration and cause for saying, Hey, you know, when do we get the duck boats ready? You might not even see Golden State in the NBA finals, but I think this is one of those games that I think the Celtics knew that had Golden State come out and just made this a close game. Cause it's not, I mean, it's 80, 82 to 80, 82 to 38 at the half. I mean, think about it. If the Celtics had six point point, it'd be a 50 point deficit. That's unheard of. But I think if the game was close or if the Warriors potentially won it, then, of course, it would get super loud. Oh, they just can't get over the – it's something in their head. It's this, that, and the third. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. Th- and, uh, and here's the thing. It's not like they're shooting 60% from the field. I mean, they're shooting 35% from the field and only 16% from three-point. And they're up. I'm sorry, that's uh, Golden State. They're shooting 60% from the field, and the, the Celtics are shooting 60% from three-point. Like, this is <laughs> this is like having the answers to the test. You know, knowing this is you know, going back to the future type stuff. Like, hey, I can go back and then come back and make the bets. And no Porzingis, which I, I thought was like the biggest key. So we'll get to the Celtics talk some more here next hour. Let's get to your text messages. 37937. Zach, what you got? Uh, someone mentioned the Hernandez Netflix documentary. Um, it was pretty big. He said you mentioned that there aren't any Hernandez documentaries and then went on to mention that one. Oh, no. I said there how many? There's tons of them out there, right? Like, you can even get them on free TV. <laughs> like, I know that, li- uh, not Lifetime, um, the uh, tr- like True TV, I think they had one. I know Reels has shown one. I know about the Netflix one. So I'm not saying there aren't Aaron Hernandez. I was saying there's been several of them out there and on them nobody's really spoken their piece that's why i just found it so fascinating that they happen to have that clip it just happened to be around that time where hernandez signs that extension gets the 40 million over five years robert Kraft is out there practicing he's just such a great you know he's such a good there's a good-hearted guy and now that with the contract extension and all these different things belichick does not Break face, break kayfabe, nothing just goes, yeah. Meanwhile, in the locker room, watch out, red alert, red alert, red alert. So, again, you know, look, this is what's fascinating about the dynasty is that it's, yeah, there's going to be things in there you know, but it's not going to get, it. this isn't an X and O's show. This is not, this is not X and O's. These are not game results. Right, this is not what that is. You know, if that if if that's what you're looking for, then gosh, whoever puts that together, like write write the NFL Network. If that's the dynasty you want, yeah, I'd like to order 20 years of Patriots games A to Z, <laughs> just so I can sit there and point myself out. See, there I am at the game. That's the section I was in. All right, still to come. Look, the Red Sox and people are are, are kind of you know. 
on this soapbox about why they're not spending. I did some digger, digger, digging, deeper digging. I got to be careful what I say, how I say that. Of why you can't necessarily think of the Red Sox as a big market team, but almost a team that's just a little bit bigger than Detroit. I'll explain that in minutes. But now it's time for Wrestle Madness. Hit it, Zach. Yes, each year since I've been here at WEEI, I celebrate the fact that March Madness and the lead-up to WrestleMania goes on at the same time, so hence Wrestle Madness. This week, the one seed goes against the four seed in an epic battle that actually has future repercussions. Here's the num- number four seed. Hit it, Zach. American Dream. Uh-oh. Dusty Rhodes, the American Dream while I was down. the Rick Flair, the world's heavyweight champion. I don't have to say a lot more about the way I feel about Ric Flair. <laughs> he put hard times on Dusty Rhodes and his family. You don't know what hard times are, Daddy. Hard times are when the textile workers around this country are out of work. They got four or five kids and can't pay their wages, can't buy their food. Hard times are when the auto workers are out of work and they tell them go home. And hard times are when a man has worked at a job 30 years, 30 years. They give him a watch, kick him in the butt and say, hey, a computer took your place, Daddy. That's hard time. That's hard time. And Ric Flair, you put hard times on this country by taking Dusty Rhodes out. That's hard time. I admit I don't look like the athlete of the day supposed to look. My belly's just a little big. My hand is just a little big. But brother, I am bad and they know I'm bad. Promo skills from the legendary Dusty Rhodes. Here in Wrestle Madness, we're looking for, and you will decide at the text line, 37937, who has the greatest all-time mic skills as we feature the opponent. The number one ranked in this poll in Wrestle Madness. Hit it, Zach. What? What the rock is cooking. Or maybe the rock is going to face Rikishi. Beat Rikishi. I did it. What the rock I did it for the people. I did it. I did, uh, shut your mouth, you thong-wearing fatty. And God himself spoke to you and said this. Bob? But my name's Billy. It doesn't matter what your name is. Get inside the classroom. <laughs> Teacher up on the blackboard. Okay, class. What is two plus two? Do you know, Booker? Okay, I know the answer to that. Two plus two. Thomas Jefferson, sucker. <laughs> Toronto, that is the jabroni beaten. Ow! Pie eating, trailblazing, eyebrow raising, stronger than a bear, faster than a buck. The biggest thing to hit Canada because the maple leaves suck. Oh! Yeah. The number one seed, The Rock, against the four seed, Dusty Rhodes. Text 37937, Rock or Dusty. Who is the greatest of all time when it comes to mic skills? The winner will go and face the 2-3 seed matchup next week. Second hour, KJ here on WEEI. 
Wrestle Madness. Oh, yeah. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.